is the Emergency Medical Minute. All right, so today's Medical Minute is on something that we probably see not infrequently, which is endocarditis. Um, it's something to think about in patients, anybody who has a history of IV drug use, anybody who has a history of an unexplained fever or persistently positive blood cultures. One of the sources can be from the endocardium, which is kind of the inner lining of the heart, so to speak. Uh, what types of folks are particularly at risk for this? Any ideas? Anyone want to throw it out? IV drug users, what other sort of like anatomic disruptions sort of thing? Have they had any procedures in particular that put them at risk? So one, people who have had previous dental procedures, particularly ones who have indwelling devices, like cardiac devices, who've had a transcatheter aortic valve repair, cabbage, other, you know, that sort of thing. Things that have had, people who've had manipulation of their heart, endocardium or other parts of their heart, they're always at risk for it. Um, Something that you may find us ordering, depending on provider, is three sets of blood cultures. Why do we do that? It's just to torture you. There's really no, no, just, there's a real reason for it. There, there's multiple different kinds of organisms that grow out from this. They have to kind of plate different kinds of organisms and they require different culture media to grow in. And so because there are more potential pathologic organisms, they need more blood culture. So don't think that it's necessarily a mistake. It's worth double checking, but oftentimes there's a reason we ordered three. Most common bugs that cause endocarditis, Staph aureus, Enterococcus, and then a bunch of, a kind of a grab bag mix of other ones. Um, with that, most folks who come in who have, if you have a reasonable concern for it, you're gonna find some things on physical exam that hopefully corroborate that. About 40, high 40% of them come in with a new murmur, a fever and a new murmur, but that's less than 50%, still a minority, but it's a, it's a fair number. Um, other things to look for, little, little lesions on their fingers. Anyone have an idea what those are called? There's actually two different kinds. There's Osler's and Janeway lesions. They're kind of, they're septic emboli to the fingers, more or less. Uh, Janeway lesions are non-painful. Osler nodes are painful. That's kind of the difference. Um, you may find other evidence of septic emboli, whether that's on an x-ray or a CAT scan, meaning that there's something on, that's more indica indicative that there's infection on the valve and the valve is spitting septic emboli downstream, so to speak. Either way, these people are generally immunocompromised for one reason or another. They're often anticoagulated because of their previous valves and that sort of thing. So they have a tendency to be kind of sick when they come in looking. But it's something to keep in mind anytime you you have kind of fever, malaise, new murmur, history of aortic valve repair or any other kind of cardiac surgery. It's definitely something to keep in the back of our mind. And then most of them are going to get a, a broad spectrum antibiotic coverage depending on what their risk factors for are. Any questions about endocarditis? Cool guys, bagels in the back. Thanks. Thank Emergency Medical Minute is and always will be about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.